what's up beautiful people thank you for tuning in to the weekly words extended podcast where we give you words to live by i am your host robert timmons and welcome to 2021 2020 was definitely a trying year a challenging year a different year we all individually went through things we've never gone through before and we also went through those things together as a community and as a nation and as an entire world but i am thankful and grateful that god saw fit for us to make it into 2021 and i pray that these last couple weeks in this new year have been as great as they can be for you um god has more in store so do not be discouraged i know that things sometimes can see seem dark uh, but the morning is right around the corner so we just got to keep keep driving forward I am beyond excited to be starting off the Weekly Words Extended podcast for the year. We have some great things in store for 2021. Um, so let's let's just get right right into it. So today I have a special guest. This guy, uh, he's 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 a great guy, an amazing guy. We went to college together. He is an engineer. He is a professional, an intellect. He is a podcast host. He is a future author. And ultimately, he's my friend. So please welcome to the mic, Christian Thomas. Oh, man. Give me the fire intro, Rob. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. For sure. I'm glad you're here. I know we've been planning this for a while now. You were supposed to come on towards the end of 2020, but I took that hiatus and I was like, we got to push this back, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how are you, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling blessed, man. I'm feeling blessed and just grateful for the the opportunity to speak with you and just drop some knowledge and just help some people out there. For sure, for sure. Uh, like I mentioned, guys, Christian, he actually hosts his own podcast. So Christian, you want to uh, let them know about that a little bit real quick? Yeah, so I host a podcast called What College Didn't Teach Me, which I bring on friends and family of mine. And Rob, he actually has uh, been on one of my episodes mm-hmm. And we just share life lessons from outside the classroom. So if you want to check that out, my podcast is on Google Podcasts, it's on Apple Podcasts, and it's also on Spotify. For sure. And guys, like that's, it's honestly a really good podcast. I love how he brings on the different guests to, you know, speak towards things that, you know, they've learned. And it's so crazy how we go to college to get this education. And for the most part, we do get a good education and we're, we are, you know, able to navigate through the professional world but just like his title says there's so much that we don't learn in college what college didn't teach me and it's it's just that real life experience it's it's spiritual it's emotional it's mental it's professional personal all those things like it's it's just dope so you definitely got to check it out um yeah and you look if you're looking for a place to start start with the episode that i'm on that i'm on (laughs) what do you remember what episode that was christian I want to say it was either episode number six or seven. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. And we talked about processing your emotions, right? Yeah. 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 But, you yeah, know, all the all the episodes are fire. He has some great people on there. So definitely check that out. Um, and then uh, also, I mean, yeah, might as well go ahead and shout out your um, social media, too, so they can follow you there. Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram at Christian Inspires for my personal instagram as well as at wcdtm pod for the what college didn't teach me podcast instagram page as well for sure for sure um yeah and i'll put uh we'll we'll uh, remind you guys of all that towards the end of the episode as well but christian again thank you so much for um coming in today we'll we'll just get started right into the episode and (laughs) yo here we are 2021 what does that mean for you like how 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 has what happened in, or how is what happened in 2020 shaping how you're tackling 2021 like what's 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 the vision what's what's your word like what are your goals like what what does 2021 mean to you how are you how are you attacking it oh man so what 2021 means to me i immediately think of the word uh freedom mm. so in terms of freedom, I'm thinking of one, emotional freedom, uh, financial freedom, um, freedom from who I feel like I'm supposed to be. Um, 
Yeah, like I recently started going to therapy because, you know, just like you, I, I took like a probably like a two month hiatus with my podcast just because I felt like I was going in a downward spiral. Um, there were a lot of these things I was trying to do as well as, you know, being in coronavirus. Uh, I live by myself. So being isolated as well as being someone who's a very extroverted person and really loves being around people, not being able to do that kind of wore on me. And, um, yeah, I just really felt like, okay, life is kind of going crazy. And so just really understanding how to um, break through of the emotional distress that I was going through and learning how to be happy and grateful again was something that, like, I really enjoyed. And just just trying to um, not allow what felt like anxiety and I don't want to use the word I don't want to say depression but some some really bad like sadness um I I don't want to be there again so just staying free of that as well as um yeah just working towards the different goals of mine I mean goal of mine I currently have I I'm big on investing and so also looking towards um just continuing to grow and invest um and investing in like a holistic aspect. So investing in my health, investing in my finances, investing in my spiritual growth. Um, yeah. So that's just like a little bit about me. Is there anything in particular you want me to go into? Oh, we're, we're, we're going to get there for sure. Uh, you, you just <laughs> said a lot of stuff that I want to unpack a little bit. So I love what you said about freedom, right? I think so many times we can get bogged down into feeling that weight of how of what society says and how we think things should be. And one of the things, you know, you talked about the the financial freedom and uh, all the other, kind of, uh, other kinds of freedoms. But one of the things that stood out to me was you said freedom from who I, I think you said who I, who I think I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Do you watch the Avengers and Marvel movies? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. I don't know if you remember that scene in, I believe it was in Endgame. Thor is talking to his mother, right? And he's in a horrible mental state and he he's feeling like a failure because at this point it's, you know, Thanos has already won and stuff and they're trying to, you know, overcome that. So he's feeling like a complete failure. He's like I should have gone for the head. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yep. Yep. And so uh, his mother, he's like I'm not who I'm supposed to be and his mother says to him, "Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be." And she was like, don't be who you're supposed to be. Just be who you are. Mm. And it was it's that that's kind of what I thought about as you were saying that, because trying to be something else is like this forced work. And so I, I love the concept of you stepping into freedom where it's like you're p- taking off the weight of society, taking off the weight of your false expectations and just being like, yo, I'm gonna be Christian Thomas. And we're going to find out together what that looks like. Because we don't always know fully who we are, right? We got to wait and see how things, um, you know, go from like day to day and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. So I, I love that concept of freedom. Um, and it kind of ties into what I, for me, one of my words for the year is, is recalibrate, right? I, I feel like, and I, and I talked about this on the first episode of Weekly Words, kind of recalibrating to figure out, okay, how, how am I supposed to... Um, get to where God wants me to be, right? The world has changed. So, and so I I think we're kind of similar there and we're kind of tackling a little bit differently. So can you kind of dive into how you're actually walking in that freedom? Like, how are you turning away from what you used to think? Like, how are you um, day to day, you know, staying away from being in that depressing or saddened state of mind or in that like rut and stuff? Yeah. Oh, man. So, um, you know, like I said, I was just by myself a lot. And um, at a certain point, so a little bit of background on me. So I have some health conditions and um, I have a skin condition uh, called support dermatitis. It's like eczema, but not really. And then I also have uh a condition called SIBO stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. 
And so basically with that condition, it makes it really hard for me to um, digest a lot of different foods. So anything really with like sugar or um, like fruits and veggies, a decent bit of fruits and veggies, I can't really eat. I only drink water. Um, you know, these different different issues that I have, it's, uh, it's something that I've learned to um, fight through and learn to endure in. And when you learn to endure through things, that can be good, but it also keeps you from trying to find solutions if you're only focused on enduring. And so me being a person who I was like, yo, I can't, I can't even think about trying to heal because I have all these other things going on. I'm just going to have to like tough it out. And as you tough things out, you know, more things come and you get bogged down to a point where it's just like, oh my gosh, I'm breaking down. Like, I don't, I, I can't carry all this load. Like I was, what happened to me? I was, um, I had these dishes that were on, uh, my counter for like a week. And I was telling myself, you know what? I'm gonna clean these dishes. And one day I came home and I was on my phone for like three hours. And I, in my mind, I said, yo, I'm gonna clean these dishes. And I just avoided it. I just avoided it. And I went to bed early because I was like, yo, I can't even face, I can't even face this, this, this failure, like me, like failing myself. And so just continuing to have those expectations to be like, yo, like I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this. And um, yeah, just that, like all that broke me down. And that led to me going to see a therapist. Um, and thankfully my therapist, what I do now is I actually write, I do this thing called three good things where I write three good things that happen in my day. And so instead of focusing on what I failed at or the things that I'm not good at or the things that I feel like I should be, I'm focusing on the good things that happen. And continuously focusing on that, it helps me be grateful. And gratitude also leads you to, to happiness, right? And so when I'm approaching dishes, instead of seeing that the dishes are not done, I see, yo, I had food I was able to eat. Like I had food I was able to cook and food I was able to prepare. And the dishes don't seem so intimidating. They don't bring up a... a they don't hit a point where it's like, oh, like I didn't do this already. It's like, oh man, this just shows that like God was able to bless me with food. So that's something that that's been able to to help me for sure. That's what's up. Wow, I like that. And so I, for for me, like what I'm hearing you is like a big thing um, that helped you was was poetry. I'm uh, sorry, I'm about to talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> therapy, <laughs> which. Um, gave you some practical tools to use in your day to day. And I, and for me, for me, you talking about not seeing the dishes as like this, this roadblock of things that I didn't do more so seeing it like it's the repercussion of this blessing that you had for, for food and, and getting that nutrition and stuff. It, it kind of makes me think about seeing the glasses as half empty versus half full, right? You're seeing the blessings in the day versus those, you know, negative or subpar things right well well here's what i'll say to that it's not even like seeing the glasses empty like yeah as like half empty or half full it's seeing the glasses yo i'm grateful i got the glass there we go you know what i'm saying <laughs> yes and so just not even like 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 just just seeing everything as an opportunity and um like for me i had to get to a point where i don't look at the things that happen to me as things that happen to me. I look at life and because I know God is in control, I see anything that happens in my life. It's something that happens for me or through me. It's either happening for me to help me develop or it's happening through me because somebody else needs um, the results of the situation I just went through. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, you know, that's why I started my podcast because I was just like, yo, like I have a lot of perspective that I've gained from the different experiences I had and, and what kind of like what kind of purpose would I serve just trying to keep that all to myself? Like I got to give it to other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we are. Uh, scripture says in Matthew chapter 14, I believe, um, 
a light was not created or I'm messing it up. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. It's okay. Um, the light is, it's the scripture where it's talking about the light on the hill, the light in the town and the town doesn't, doesn't hide itself. Right. It actually, um, is on top of the hill for the world to see it. Uh, and it's, it's actually, oh, it's actually Matthew chapter five, verse 14. There we go. You are a light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So, amen, that's what you're doing. I mean, once you sharing it today, sharing it on your podcast and stuff, not just leaving it for yourself to digest. So talking about, you know, freedom and therapy and, you know, being grateful for the glass, not getting caught up in the, the details of it, if it's half empty, half full. I hear you 100 um, percent. Are there any other things that you're that you're doing? Like you I, for me, I feel like you've had like a mindset change stepping into 2021. Has that, you know, made its way down into like a different type of routine or like different specific goals you're, you're looking to go for? Or are you still kind of like at that that first step of just the, the, the mindset shift? I would say still more so at the mindset shift and just trying to trying to continue to work on that and work on just different habits of mine. Yeah. Um. One thing that, you know, like, like I said earlier, I know, I know, I had to endure, but I've never really been great at um. Some I've been bad about is like actually taking care of myself, mm-hmm. and um, and I think that also goes hand in hand with the fact that like I love to like serve and I love to help other people, but I never look at the the idea of helping or taking care of myself as something that's very uh beneficial. Yeah. But. Now, since I've been going to therapy, that's been something I've been doing a lot more. You know, I, 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 eh, I, I would say I reach out to people less, not because I don't want to reach out to people, but because I realize that me investing that time back into myself is way more valuable because I am better for when I do show up for other people, um, as well as just focusing on eating right, cooking right, um, getting sleep, because I... I still be sleeping like I'm in college, like five and a half to six hours is like average for me. And not saying that, um, like I, I have a lot of energy throughout the day, but I know for me and the things that I'm going through and in order to help restore my body and get my health to where it needs to be, I need to be, you know, taking better care of that. But yeah, it's just, just a, a mindset of, um, focusing on like who I want to become. And I know you asked like, what are your goals? For me, I'm not really focusing too much on um, results. Like, yes, I look at the results as the ultimate, like as the the end of where I want to be at, but I am reverse engineering the, the systems and the habits because what I want to do is I want to change my identity. Because I think, you know, it's it's the new year and you have people who, you know, typical New Year's resolutions is I want to go to the gym. I want to lose weight or I want to, you know, build muscle. Or I want to get like a six pack or whatever. Right. I mean, there are people who, you know, their goal is to lose weight. They can lose 100 pounds. Like There are people who have lost 100 pounds and gained 100 pounds back like 100 times. You know, like there are people who like their focus is so much so on the end result that when they get to the end result, they're like, okay, I'm accomplished. But once you begin to to change your identity to like, I want to become someone who actually cares about my health. I want to become someone who actually cares about, you know, how I look or I want to become someone who cares about how I treat people, you know, and then having that, that identity shift rather than just a, a, a goal they're working towards because once they complete that goal then it's like that goal is done yep. but once you once you change your identity that's who you become forever yep amen wow so yeah it's not just about using the example of weight loss it's not just about losing the weight but it's are you living a healthy lifestyle are you taking care of your body are you taking care of your mind are you being mindful of what you put into your body all those kind of th- all those kinds of things because to your point 
I can go put in the work, lose the weight. All right, cool. I did that. And then still eat like crap, gain it all back. And I got to do the exact same thing next year. But if I said, hey, my goal or I want to have like this theme of having a healthy lifestyle and it's like this balance and harmony, then it's going to be continuous and I'm going to just continuously be at a healthy weight. Right. Um, yeah. So I love that. And I think it's. You know, I think everybody can have their, their, their different take for how they want to focus it. But I, I like how you have yours where you're more focused on the theme and you know good things are naturally going to flow from that. And that's how you're going to be able to measure your success in this mind this mindset shift. That's what's up. Um, and I mean, I can relate to what you were saying about being in a place where you're trying to figure out where you could, how you can, you know, help yourself and not put others always before yourself uh, because sometimes we forget about ourselves. Uh, and one of our, my leaders at my church, she would always say, Hey, like leaders, like let's lead from a place of overflow, right? You shouldn't be at the end of your rope trying to help all these people when you can't even help yourself. Because if you're, you, you prevent yourself from helping others if you're not helped, but if you keep mm-hmm. helping yourself, you can continuously help other people. So that's, that's, that's all there. And um similarly talking about you you know walking stepping into this freedom and you know walking into this new this new mindset for me uh like i mentioned it's it's all about like that recalibration and me figuring out what that looks like because you know for me you know based on the anagrams i'm a type three person very goal oriented very um like i like schedules and and plans and just just all these things and stuff i don't i don't need to have that to function but that's just how i function at my best and I'm kind of trying to find what that new routine is for me. You know, after 2020 was 2020, it, it impacted my work. It impacted my my routine, my mindset. And so going into 2021 for me, I'm trying to figure out what that looks like. And I've figured some things out, but there's still some more things that I want to figure out. Um, but I, I like the concept that you're talking about, about like, what's that identity that you want to have, Right for you who is christian for me who is robert and how is that um aligned with who god wants us to be and how is that being shown and manifested as we walk through our day today are you are you asking me a question <laughs> no no that was that was more or was that just statement? that was more rhetorical just kind of like i think that's kind of where we are would you am i are we on the same page yeah oh <laughs> okay. yeah no i i didn't know if you wanted me to answer that no, 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 no. It was, it was, I mean, you can if you want, but it was more like that rhetorical question that I think we have to ask ourselves every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like, um, as long as we're asking ourselves that, then we're going to be moving to who we should be becoming. I mean, I say should, we're going to be moving ourselves to who God has us becoming because, you know, if we're constantly thinking about the the results, then um, you know, it's it's gonna that's also gonna tie into our our happiness and it's gonna tie into um expectations and it's it's ultimately it's gonna lead to some frustration as well if we're you know, if we have these I guess expectations of who we, you know, we feel like we should be, then we're not meeting them. And then it's like, dang, I wasn't who I wanted to be. When you're still living in that like old identity, you know, it's hard to it's hard to make those adjustments. And like you were saying, when it comes to if someone who had a goal of like losing a hundred pounds, like yeah, you can go to the gym, but if you're not caring for your your body in terms of what you put in your body with your food, then you're not gonna see those results and you're gonna be like oh, I want to, I want to, I want to do this, but, but you can't, you know, you just have to be able to be willing to change. And I think that's a, a hard part. Not a lot of people are willing to do. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent, because it's, 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 it's work, right? Lots of times you want the easy way out. I know sometimes I do want the easy way out. I want to be comforted. I want to be chill. And it is that conscious decision that you gotta, that you gotta make, you know, daily, weekly and one thing i want to point out i think when we're talking about that change sometimes we think that it means that it's like grind all the time and it's like i mean let's be purposeful and intentional i think there's still space for you could to 
take a day off or to have fun or to do whatever, right? Knowing that it's going to refill, re-energize you for the next day to keep living like that, right? I, I, I don't want it to seem like it's like this nonstop 24-7, you know, 365 thing you got to do. The overarching goal is that, but there is like rest time throughout. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I don't like the idea of grinding. Like it's it's just. So I think that's what got me to the point where I was at, where I um, I had to go see a therapist. It was like I was working and work became a lot. And then I was trying to do the podcast and doing the podcast felt like a lot. And then just trying to maintain my health felt like a lot all at the same time. And then, you know, I just found myself in, you know, in my bed, like, being like, I want to run away from all my problems, you know? And when you don't take that time to rest and heal yourself, then you you can't really show up to the things in your life where um, it requires some, like, energy from you. If you just, if you have given, if you feel drained, you can't really, you know, do that. And so you have to find times to retreat and find times to restore yourself because if not then you'll you know you'll be forced to somehow whether you know you end up in a hospital or whether um you have like a panic attack and some happens like i've had panic attacks when i was in uh when i was in high school when i was in college because i just felt so overwhelmed with uh with the expectations of who i felt i needed to be and i wasn't reaching them and i was like you know the best way to do this is i just need to go harder Nah, when <laughs> when you are messed up, and this isn't something that I feel like is talked enough about. When you feel like you are messed up and you're not where you need, wait, wait, and you're not achieving on the level that you'd like to, you need to reevaluate. Like, what can I do to take better care of myself? I think what people think is, oh, I need to go harder. No, like if you have a, I don't know, like if you have holes in your shoes, right? And you're uh, like, Rob, you ran track, right? If you have holes in your yeah. shoes and you're like, oh, I got holes in my shoes. They're jacked up. But let me just, let me just run let harder. Me yeah. no, let, let me keep grinding. Shoes. Like you're going to break your shoes. And that's what a lot of people are doing to their emotional well-being. Like they are breaking themselves because they feel like, oh, no. I just need to work harder. And that grind culture, like it's, it's, it, it's just not good for when you're, when you're hurting. Um, you have to take time to heal. You have to take your time to heal. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I like that, re that retreat and that restore that you were talking about for sure. Um, I think, so yeah, I, I love this conversation and I love the, you know, for you freedom, for me, recalibrate, um, the mindset shift for 2021 and, and you know kind of stepping into our our, our identities and stuff I, I love that and i think this is actually a good spot to kind of start going into um that second episode of weekly words hills and valleys and let me kind of just explain it to, for what explain to people what i spoke about for anyone who, who missed the episode um i based it off of torn wells's song hills and valleys and in his song, he's essentially just saying that God is the God of the hills and valleys, right? He sees us on the mountain. Well, he's he's part of who helped us get to the mountaintop, right? But he's also the one who sees us in the valleys. And so he's the God of the hills and the valleys. And what I spoke about was in life, as we go from hilltop to hilltop, mountaintop to mountaintop, um, rooftop to rooftop, glory to glory, there's going to be times when we have to go down through the valley and we actually have to leave that place of comfort or that place of success to get to the next one. And sometimes there's an uncertainty in that. And it's so easy while we're going through the journey of the valley, we forget what we're working towards and we start to get discouraged and we start to kind of just stumble and stay in that space. But if we remind ourselves of what that end goal is, we can be encouraged to make it to the next mountaintop. And then I also spoke about the idea of the valleys that we didn't choose, right? The circumstances of life, um, you know, the pandemic, um, police brutality, social injustice, uh, racial, racial tension, losing a job, things that we might not have picked, but we still have to deal with. 
And in those moments, even though we didn't choose that valley, I still wanted to remind us that God is still with us in that valley, preparing us for the next mountaintop. So as we're sitting here talking about, you know, working towards our goals for 2021 and working towards our identities for for our lives and stuff, I feel like that is part of a hill and valley moment in life. Like there's ups and there's downs. And so if you haven't heard Torrent and Wells' song, I definitely encourage you to go check it out. Um, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, all those kinds of things. Uh, but kind of talking about that whole concept and stuff, Christian, like, let's let's share some moments. Like, what were some examples of some mountaintops that you've been on? And then also, what are some examples of some valleys that you've been in? Oh, man, I feel like it's been a majority of my adult life. <laughs> just just hills and valleys. Um, Let's see. So for hills... I would say graduating with my electrical engineering degree because Amen. for some moments in college, there were times where I was very afraid yep. that I was going to lose my scholarship. And if I yep. lost my scholarship, I wouldn't be able to afford college and I have to go back home, a failure. And um, just at that, at that day when I graduated, I really thought, yo, I can do anything if I can make it through electrical engineering. <laughs> right. I mean, essentially. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was nuts. But um, that was a big one. Uh, let's see. When I I mean, when I started the podcast to because to be honest, for me, um, I I've never really been like super vocal on like social media or just shared a lot of my thoughts. I mean, I shared a lot of my thoughts in college through like brotherhood um, organization that we were part of and just like mentoring people. But I was like, mm, I'm about to share my thoughts and like my friends and family's thoughts with the potentially the whole world <laughs> and just doing it and doing it on faith and then realizing that people actually enjoy um, the insight that my me my friends and family uh share with them it's that's that's a huge blessing um and yeah and i would say some valleys i mean the day i got that diagnosis for that for cybo mm -hmm. um it that just like that was tough and now still going on a journey of recovery um i've i've had a lot of valleys just just dealing with that i mean there was like in 20 19 i probably went to the emergency room like several times just for issues relating to my stomach just for issues relating to my digestion and um also going with people to restaurants and um i, I still remember i didn't i didn't go home for thanksgiving in 2019 just because the thought of being around my family and watching them just kind of eat food that I can't even touch like that just really like that idea of that broke my heart I was like I can't I can't even be around that like yeah. I can't even be around that that yeah. that just that that just made me feel uh the idea of that made me feel so hurt and it's just like man I can't do what I want like it's it's it feels so restrictive but also in that I've been able to learn about food and i've been mm -hmm. able to learn about health and i've been able to to learn so much about what is in food and how food can help heal you and how food can help you know provide you to a lengthy life and looking at you know like i said before not like looking at the situations that happen to me as things that happen for me and through me and just understanding that okay i understand god allowed this to happen so if god allowed this to happen there's a reason and a purpose and i'm gonna look for that and so that's Amen. that's all i've been Amen. doing for the past two and a half years since i got diagnosed with it just trying to understand yeah. the purpose yeah so i love i love those two you know or those couple of mountaintop examples that you gave yes amen to that ee <laughs> e. degree it was not easy i'm right there with you um, but I want to talk, I want to talk a little bit about the valleys and it, I mean, it really hurts me that you had to kind of experience that and be in this place where Thanksgiving, a time that is centered on family that you 
felt you had to be secluded from your family and it, it was going to hurt you more to be with them because of all the things you couldn't do and stuff. So, and, and I, I hear you completely and you, you kind of already answered this question, but like, what do you do in the Valley to stay encouraged? You, you know, I, I heard you say that you were talking about, you know, being something that, you know, God can use, you know, ultimately for your better, but it's, can you elaborate more on that concept or elaborate on anything else that you do to stay encouraged whenever you're in a Valley, like the one that you were in and you're still kind of navigating through? Yeah. Uh, so I would say for me, just understanding that what I'm going through, it's going to be utilized for my good. So not being, not looking at me not being able to eat certain things as like a, a death sentence against me and, and food and all of that, but looking at it as an opportunity to understand, okay, what what's in the food we eat because i mean if if people really looked at the food that is allowed and and what's what's allowed in the food in america they would be very surprised and they would probably change their uh food choices um but yeah it's just giving me opportunity to learn as well as understand that you know like i am unique and in spite of the things that I can't do, there's still so much that I can do. Um, and not looking, like I said, just not looking at what happened to me as something that is restricting me, but something that is actually freeing me because I feel, I feel, I now feel like I'm free from uh, certain food choices because I would, I would immediately choose to get like, you know, if I was in a store, I'd be like, yo, let me get the Reese's real fast. Let me get uh, the Twizzlers. Let me get, let me get this, uh, this little croissant. Right. And now I look at fruit and the veggies that I can eat. And I'm just so grateful because I see how much life that's giving me. I see the nutrients, the vitamins. I look at it and I, I see that. And there are some people who are like, eh, like, let me go to Krispy Kreme. But for me, it's just, it's just different. It's changed me. And I don't think I would have I would have had that change if it wasn't for what I've gone through. Because to be honest, like, like Rob and people who know me, they know like I'm a pretty like skinny dude. But I eat like a wildebeest. Like no, if not you, a wildebeest. <laughs> yeah, I eat like a wildebeest, dog. Like for real. Like let me go to like a buffet. I promise you, I'm gonna get like twelve plates. Like, like you can't stop me when it comes to eating, but it's because of that. And I was eating whatever it's because of that, that, um, I'm fortunate that the situation that happened to me happened to me as well as understanding that, like, because of God, I, I'm able to persevere through it because I have an understanding that, um, what I'm going through, it has a purpose as well as it's not going to last yeah as well for sure yep romans eight twenty eight. um god's gonna work everything together for the good of those who serve him um so definitely for that and you you talking it, it kind of made me think a little bit about this album uh it's by a guy named chandler moore it actually i believe it came out this year um it's, it's called feelings and he's kind of talking about what you're talking about christian in those in being in those valleys those places of sorrows the places of uncertainty really allowing god to walk in in that with you right and for him to see for for him to help you see the different opportunities or the different lessons or the different changes or or the different benefits or or even honestly just express that sorrow and that brokenness because sometimes i mean more times than not it's not about spinning the sorrow or spinning that subpartness is actually about expressing it and saying, yo, this actually sucks. I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So I, I was thinking about that. So check out that album. If, if you have some chance, if you have some time, yeah. um, but also I wanted to talk through, so let, like, let's talk about like this other side. You start talking about 
you know, the food science behind it of, you know, there's some foods that we probably wouldn't want to eat if we knew what went into it. So what are some things that you learned and some foods that you think that you would stay away from even if you could eat it? Oh, man. Um, I mean, oh, wow. Hmm. So, oh, that's a big question. <laughs> My mind I mean, if, is if you like need some time to, to think, crash. if you need some time to think, we can we can talk about some other things. I just thought yeah. that was an interesting. Okay, okay, cool, yeah, because that's that's going down like the specific the specific hole um, for you, but that but that's fine. Um, but on that same vein, I actually want to read a, a quick a quick poem. There's this dude that I follow, Rudy Francisco. He's a dope poet on Instagram. Well, I mean. He's, he's a dope poet, and then he happens to have an Instagram. <laughs> he yeah. actually just released uh, his one of his, his newest poetry book towards the end of 2020 called I'll Fly Home, I believe. Anyways, this poem, I saw it the other day on Instagram, and I, again, I think it ties into this hills and valleys thing. It says, I've learned that you can't love rainbows, but hate the rain they come from. Now, I splash in the puddles, knowing the sun is just waiting for its turn. So... For me, I think about that as we're talking about the whole hills and valleys concept and Christian, you walking through, you know, having this diagnosis and the food that you can't eat because it's going to make you sick. But then also getting educated on food and, you know, the, the health of our body. And it's like, you know what, I actually don't want to put this stuff on my body. There's moments in life that literally are going to suck. We're in the valleys. It's not what we want to do. It's not what we what we desire. Right. It's literally the rain. But thinking about this analogy that Rudy said in his poem, the rain is what causes the rainbow. So how am I going to love the rainbow but hate the rain? Knowing that that beauty comes from going through that adversity or going through that challenge or going through that sorrow. Now, it doesn't make the rain or the sorrow better like i said it still sucks and we definitely have to take our time to process through that um but i think it's something that can also encourage us saying hey there's still a rainbow for us there's still a mountaintop for us god still sees us in this and like you said christian it might not be good to me but god can make it good for me you feel me Oh, I feel you, man. Oh, <laughs> man, Rob, you just you killing it, man. That so that quote that actually reminds me of uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Fences with Denzel and yep. um, Viola Davis, yep. but I st I'll never forget the quote that Denzel said. It's like you have to take the crookeds with the straights. Yep. And for me, that just always hit me because I'm like, yeah, there's there's always gonna be this kind of there's going to be multiple aspects of, of something that happens yeah. and just understanding that, okay, there's the good side, but then there's also mm -hmm. some collateral damage mm -hmm. or collateral beauty. Yeah. And so just being able to, to find the, find both, to find both is, uh, yeah, very important. Yeah. So, okay. So we talked about, you know, the valleys and, and being encouraged through them and stuff. Let's go to the other side. Let's talk about, some of those, you know, mountaintops and, and glory moments and su successful moments. Um, so for you, you mentioned um, the graduating and then also, oh, what was the second one you said? Starting my podcast. Starting your podcast. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, for me, yes. Graduating college. I graduated college on my 23rd birthday. Um, then also probably when I published my book. Those are the two most recent things I can think of. What do you do? to go from mountaintop to mountaintop, right? Because sometimes, and let me know if you, if you don't feel this way, but I feel like sometimes, like you mentioned at the very beginning, like you reach the goal, you feel accomplished, and then there's like no motivation to do anything else. So how do you motivate yourself to keep, to keep walking towards the next thing that God has for you, to keep growing and keep developing and keep having more and more mountaintops and not just stay stagnant and complacent with what you accomplished yesterday i believe it's having vision amen if you i don't remember uh, i know there's a verse on this 
I want to say the verse says a city. Mm-hmm. Sorry. What do you want to say? I'm talking about, I think it's in Proverbs. Go ahead. Yeah. I want to say it's like a, a place without a vision. I, I don't remember the verse, but basically it, it talks about that a place without a vision uh, goes to ruin. And yep. so I think it's when, Proverbs twenty nine eighteen, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he yes. that keeps with the law, happy he is. Yes. And so having a vision for where you'll go, because so I know you said you're an Enneagram type three. I'm mm-hmm. actually a Enneagram type two. Oh, so I'm okay. big. I'm big on emotions. Like I'm an extremely emotional person. And for me, typically the way that I make my decisions, if I don't already have a clear vision of what I want to do, I base them off of my emotions. And like I was saying before, like I was feeling really sad and I was getting really, you know, down on life. It was because in the moment I just felt really bad and I wasn't able to, you know, to, to one, I didn't have an idea of what I wanted to feel like. And I didn't, I wasn't moving towards anything. And so um, when you have these victories and you have these good things that happen in life, it's like, okay, that's great, right? And you can celebrate and be appreciative of what what happened. But if you don't know how you're going to get to the next mountaintop, if you don't even know what the next next mountaintop is, you know, how can you get there, right? And so just continuing to have vision on what it is that you're going to do, like I talked about before, just changing the identity and becoming the type of person that will get you to where you want to be, I think that'll help. But without having a vision, you're not just going to become uh, successful or get to where you want to be by osmosis and also talking to God about what he has planned for you. Cause I, I mean, ultimately we all come from God and he has a purpose that he instilled in our lives and talking to the person that literally created you, asking them, what did you create me for? You know, and then him giving you the understanding of why you're here and then uh, living through that. So yeah, I would definitely say like having a vision is probably the most one of the most important parts of being able to go mountaintop to mountaintop. Amen. I, I love that your first response was vision. A hundred percent. I think so many times we forget myself included, specifically myself. Shoot. I forget <laughs> that how much important visions needed. Like if you if you don't have vision, like where are you going? Where are you headed? Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important for us in those moments to, yeah, you know, reassess with God and say, Hey, you know, what, what's next for me? What am I working? What am I working towards? What's, what path do I need to be on? Right. What plans do you have for me? How can I, how can I achieve those and stuff? And I think that's important because if you don't have vision, right. And you can be on a mountaintop and be like, mama, I made it right. Thinking that that is it for your life because you don't have vision for what's next, the greater that God has for you, the bigger that God has for you, the next that God has for you, because you're so stuck on that one particular moment thinking that it's it. But if you have the vision or allow God to give you the vision, you can see the more that's in store. Um, so I, I love I love that you said that. And um, I think that definitely prevents you from being, you know, complacent and, and stagnant and stuff. And I think, again, it goes back to what you were saying before about like that overall theme of like health versus a, a specific goal of, of losing weight. So, yeah. Um, cool. So we talked about how to stay encouraged in the valley and we talked about motivating to the mountaintop. Are there any kind of, um, and we talked about, you know, being with God, are there any people in your life that you lean on that you like look to, to help encourage you and inspire you and just keep you grounded for those next things? Because I mean, I know for me, it's, it's hard to do by myself. I got to have my, my crew behind me. Oh my gosh. A lot, <laughs> man. And this is probably the thing about me 
that, or at least my life, that I am extremely grateful for. Personally, I think I have um, some of the best friends in the world. Like the people that like I know and that are friends of mine, I feel like I have top caliber friends. And so for me, there's a lot of different people that um, I reach out to for insight um, and accountability. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I have friends who help me in terms of like my finances. I have friends who, you know, I, I like to invest and trade. And so I have friends who do that, that we connect on that. And I also have friends who I connect with when, you know, there's something emotional, emotionally, you know, distressing going on. And one thing, um, that, that happened recently. So talking about, um, recalibrating. So what I was saying earlier about expectations, I have learned that for me, I've had a lot of trouble with being able to be okay with not having certain like expectations of like people in my life, because I feel like someone who's, you know, very emotional, very encouraging, uplifting. Uh, I reach out to people a lot. Um, I used to feel a type of way if I didn't receive that same type of treatment. And um, yeah, it just made me upset because I'm like, oh, like I give you so much support and I, you know, I reach out and then you'll never uh, do the same for me or you don't do it on the same level. But also just understanding that, yo, like God gave you this gift to care and to love people on a on a high level. And so don't be mad at other people for them not being able to do something that they're not necessarily gifted in, you know, and, and also just not have these expectations because, you know, like. Oh, man, Rob, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to tell a story. All right. Do, do you go, care? Go ahead. Tell a story. Tell a story. All right. Let us know. All right. So this is this is going to be a story. Okay. So um, my grandfather, he has dementia. And I was talking to my mom a couple weeks ago. And we were talking and she was going through some old pictures she had of her and him. And she was, you know, getting a little sad because... She was just saying, like, yeah, he's not he's not who he used to be, right? And so um, that made me think a lot. And I wanted to somehow find a way to encourage her. But in the moment, I, I didn't really know how. And then um, I've recently been getting back into spoken word. And so I wrote this spoken word piece called uh, Lose You or Love You. And I'm still in the process of finishing it. But... um. The main premise I got from a, another podcast called How Married Are You? And this podcast, there was a, it's, it's with a husband and wife. And there was a issue that happened and there was some confusion in the communication of the, the wife. She left to go somewhere, but the husband interpreted it as like she was leaving the family. And so in his mind, he was like, okay, she's out. So his initial reaction was, all right, I got to figure out what to do with my kids and like all this, right? And she was like, how come you weren't like mad at me or anything like that? And he said, you know, when I met you, like the way I wanted to approach this relationship was I was going to present to you an open hand. And if you wanted to come with me, great. If not, that's okay. And so understanding that essentially you never truly like have people, but people give of themselves to others. Right. And so for me also in that lose you or love you, um, I talked about the fact that we don't, you know, own people. And I think that sometimes we feel like we can own people emotionally and have these expectations of them for for us and then being mad when they don't meet these expectations. But no one owns 
anybody. Like we're all we're all God. We're all like given from God, and um, we're, you know we're all like on loan from God. And so understanding that the the relationships that we have are um, given to us, and they're not necessarily something that we own. So if someone wants to leave, understanding that okay. I can't, I can't control you. If you want to leave, that's okay. But in the moments that I do have with you and with the people in, you know, in, in my life, like I'm going to love them while I have them. And that was something that like, I want to convey to my mom. Cause she's like worrying about my grandfather and thinking, okay, like there, there's going to be a time that he's going to, you know, leave, but also accepting there's going to be a time that all of our relationships are going to end. There's going to be a time that we're all going to leave. And so knowing that, understanding that, um, I will not focus on the fact that one day you're going to leave me because that's guaranteed. I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm going to love you and I'm appreciate you while you're here and not holding you to a certain standard because I can't control you. I don't own you. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any of that of you, but I can control what I do and I can control of what I contribute to this relationship. So yeah, that may have been like a lot. But <laughs> hey man, no, you're good. I, I love that. Like I, I literally love legacy lineage and history. I think there's so much that we can get from the generations that come before us and, and learning how they navigated through things and seeing how we can better navigate through our lives. And I love that concept of showing appreciation to those in your circle and those that you love while they're still here, not waiting till they pass away or, or they move on to celebrate them, celebrate them in this moment so that they, they're living and they know how much they mean to you. And then I think also it's, it's embracing what you have and saying like, Hey, like you said, it's guaranteed that we're all going to die one day. So I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to sit here and dwell on, Oh my gosh, one day you're not going to be here and be like, Oh my gosh, we only have, we only have a couple years left or what? No, I'm going to enjoy these. I'm going to enjoy these moments that we have every day, every week, every year because that's how much i love you and that's how much you mean to me and that's how much you've helped me you are part of my circle my crew my heart my love all those things and i I couldn't do this without you like god gave me you because he knew i couldn't do it on my own yeah 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 Yeah, man that's the oh yeah i've been thinking about that like all week (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah and i I love that you shared that because one of the things that, you know, I thought about when we were talking about the whole valleys things and stuff, um, you know, one of my valleys was at the beginning of 2019, my uncle passed away, only 41 years old. And, you know, he was someone that he was like, the you know, of course, the fun uncle and stuff and someone that really was like trying to pour into me. You know, he helped me get a job when I was unemployed and all these different things. And I realized that he was like consistently doing things like that to his to his ability throughout my life but like i didn't start really becoming aware of it and appreciating appreciating it until like you know maybe maybe like when i graduated high school or, or i was in college and stuff just like different things that he would say or different ways he would try to show his you know love and affection and, and appreciation and stuff and so one of the things that I, when i think about him and right now for me like i'm Every time I think about him, I smile because I think about, you know, his laugh and, and the jokes that he would make. Like he was, he's this big dude, always making jokes. Like he's the funny guy, the family and stuff. So <laughs> every time I think about him, it's, it's good things. It's, it's smiles, it's laughs, it's, it's good memories and stuff. I'm, I, I don't get sad, but I often do think like, oh, wow. Like, did I show my appreciation enough? Right. And I think it's something that we all can learn from to be like, hey, let me let me do that for everybody that's here. So I don't have to have these questions afterwards because, you know, we, we never know when that day is going to come. Exactly. Yeah. Like a big thing that I've just been trying to adopt is uh, sharing the roses with people like sharing Kanye West said. The roses. Amen. Yeah. Kanye West said, and I forget which song it was, but people never get the flowers, but they can still smell them. And, you know, just just giving them their flowers while they're still here. It's super yep. important. Yep. Amen. <laughs> well, Christian, I've I've enjoyed you on the episode. I'm definitely gonna have to come. You, do ha- oh, let me get my words together. Definitely going to have to have you come back 
to the Weekly Words Extended podcast because you definitely have lots of insight. Um, I love how I love how you reflect on things and, and you tie things together and whatnot. So, um, yeah, thanks again for coming. Oh man, it's been a pleasure, yo. I just I'm just so grateful for the opportunity when you reached out. So yeah, I'm glad I could be here, and I'm glad that everyone out there listening, you know, I hope you enjoyed the episode and. If you want to, you know, check out my podcast where, you know, I talk with Rob as well as some other friends of ours, you know, find me at What College Didn't Teach Me. And um, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Be sure to follow Christian on Instagram and listen to the What College Did Not Teach Me. I'm sorry. What College Didn't Teach Me <laughs> on, um, podcast. Man, 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 I am getting my words jumbled. Oh, Excuse it's me. It's all good. It's all good. This is uh, why editing is the thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to keep it in here. I like I like people to see the raw beauty of the podcast. <laughs> but uh, Christian, good. go ahead and give them the handles one more time. Yeah, at Christian Inspires for the personal page and at WCDTMPod uh, for the Instagram or for the podcast page. Amen. Amen. All right, Christian. Well, I hope you have a good rest of the day. And for everybody who's tuning in, thank you for listening to the Weekly Words Extended Podcast, where we give you words to live by. Stay blessed, stay encouraged, and we'll see you here next time.